Mr. Mahoney here with Hannah and Braxton, and we are experimenting with a new format to share your information. We have a podcast, and we have Facebook, and we have Twitter, and we're working on Instagram, and we are going to do a video blog. I think they're called blogs in the real world if you're one of the cool kids. We're just going to call it a video blog. And uh, this is our first episode. What, what the hope is that you won't see me on it as much as these two are going to kind of run the show. I'm just here for the first day. And what we really want to do with this is we want to talk about topics. Um, we're going to maybe do some interviews with people that are not necessarily in our building that we can bring in via video and talk about different things with them. And just because it's interesting and we want to try it. And sometimes that's the best reason to do anything. So with that, I believe we're going to start. Our first topic is going to be just what it's like to be a high school student right now, because uh, there's two great examples that I'm looking at on my screen. Oh, by the way, if I just want to clear this up, we're in three separate rooms. That's why we're not wearing masks. We are very socially distanced. Hannah's at home. By Brax miles. Miles, literally. Well, not Braxton <laughs> and I, but Braxton's in a complete other room in the building. And no, I'm not in San Francisco. That is just my virtual background. So we're going to talk about the differences. People always think all the differences are happening with the remote learners, but Braxton is going to talk to you about some distances that are happening with the in-person learners because of the remote learning. So I'm going to try to stay out for a little bit and we'll see what these two have to say. Go for it, one of you. Hannah, you're the remote learner. Tell us what your learning looks like. Well, you know, it's kind of completely different from what I've been used to for the last 10 years. It's I'm by myself. My only classmates are my family and my dogs, which they're great, except for when my dog's throwing up right now, but that's okay. Um, it's just, it's different because for me, I really rely socially and I really like to like get to see everybody doing what their stuff is and it's really hard for me to focus and like now that I'm in my own space in my own mind it's it's completely changed everything and but I also think that it's helping me get a sense of what I need to like how quickly things change and like how you need to adapt and I think really school the teachers are doing such a great job they are focusing on really both people online and in class yeah. which I think is awesome a lot of them are doing a really good job of that and I feel like I'm still learning I'm still getting knowledge I'm still understanding what's going on but um it's just different because I'm not there but I think it's gone really, really well so far and I hope it continues to go this well what about you Braxton how is being in school during this whole thing well I have noticed just the social differences that we all have right now, you know, we're all here, we're all, you know, we still talk, but it's not like what we used to do. It's not, you know, high five when you walk in in the morning, it's a lot more, you know, talk from several feet apart and the teachers all, you know, talk through masks and it, it brings up, you know, the sound barriers of, you know, it's harder to hear in masks and, it's just different. And then teachers having to focus on not only in-school learners, but also remote learners. It's different for us. It's a lot more online using Google Classroom and Moodle, I've noticed. And But overall, everyone's doing a really good job, I think. And everyone is 
we'll get through this. So, yeah. It is hard. I know. Um, I've, I've taught now at both high school and elementary level. And I can tell you that the elementary level, just yesterday, we struggled. We had some second graders online and we were trying to get them to type in a web address. And if they're in a room by themselves, I mean, when, when they say, where's the slash, where is it? And you can explain it all you want, but they don't have that background of knowledge. So that makes it very, very difficult for the elementary teachers and the elementary remote learners. Uh, tiers I've seen a couple times in the elementary classrooms and it just, it just makes it really hard for them. Uh, one thing that we have talked about as a staff is as many teachers as can manage it are using the face shields because Braxton's talked about how it's hard to hear. You would, it's, it's amazing how much, even if you can fully hear how much you look at um, facial expressions and read lips. Even if you don't think you are, you are. It's just a way that communication is so much more than just hearing. There's so many other pieces to it. Hannah, I can't imagine with your social um, needs, because I know they're high end social needs, but what is it teaching you then? What I know you talked about how things can change, but is this, maybe it isn't, is this gonna benefit you when you're out of high school? I think that it's really taught me a lot about being independent and really going off of what you need for yourself and how you need to learn things because a lot of it is, okay, here's what we're doing. Here's what you need to do. You guys can go, but it's still, you have to be able to just satisfy yourself to the education levels that you need. And I'm still in activities. I still go to drama. I still go to softball, which is a completely different thing. It's so different than last year. Everyone's social distance. We wear masks to softball practice outside. And, you know, it's hard because when you're in that element, you can't really, it's not that socialized anymore because we're not standing around a lot more and just talking to each other. So a lot of it is, you know, this right now, how we're talking right now, Really, this is, this is my uh, friend group that I get to talk to during breakfast every day because I used to do that every day. I used to talk with my friends every day in between classes, but now I can't do that. But, you know, I also think that it's really helped me bond closer with my family. And just because I see them every day, we get to tell each other's days, even though they're different and we're a room apart from each other. It's really bonded us and we've become a lot closer because of it. And I think that that is really important, too. And I'm lucky to have it, but it's very different. And my social butterfly inside is, is dying a little bit. It's turning back into a caterpillar so, somehow, scientifically. But I think I need to take some time for myself and my family. And I think that this is a great opportunity to have it, even though it's not a great opportunity. But it's something that's presented itself in a way that I get to learn how to be myself with my family and sure. not rely on social needs. So. so just to kind of piggyback on that, I yeah, noticed go. just in the one I did remote learning, how much my time management was so much better than it normally is. Because, you know, you have, your teacher tells you this is what we're doing today, then you get off that Zoom. If you don't watch the clock, you lose track of time, and you're late to that next class, and then you're lost in that class. So I noticed just that myself in that one week, how much more constant I did keep track of the time and get more things done when while I can so 
So when we were in the spring, we were, uh, we were asynchronous. That meant that teachers were just online during office hours, basically, and posted. Is it better this way? Is it worse this way? Pros and cons? I think that it is way better, even though my time management is not the greatest. I think that it's important that it's still how we're doing it now is so important because back in the spring I would wake up at like noon get everything done in two hours and be done and like forget everything but this way it's the same schedule I'm still seeing my teachers when I need to and I have that time to focus on what I need to focus and it's like Braxton said it's hard to keep track of time but it's necessary and I've gotten used to it like I set alarms like when the bell would go off so I know and like Sometimes I've forgotten, but other than that, it's time management is really important for online learning. And that's something that takes a little while to get used to, but once you get used to it, you see like, oh yeah, this is just like I'm in school. It's fine. It's time management. You don't really think about it when you're in school. I think structure is so important to everyone, really. I mean, you could sleep in until noon every day and then work on your homework, you know, take an hour and do that and then go back to sleep. And that'll, that I kind of noticed it. I had screwed up my entire sleep schedule pretty much through the summer. It was not just a quick short-term effect. It was long and it was rough getting back into a routine. But now that I'm back there, I feel more energized during the day. I feel, I feel better than I did in the spring. So. I really agree with that. Yeah. In the spring, I I was suffering from really bad insomnia. Like I would sleep for 20 minutes because I was my sleep schedule was all out of whack. I wasn't doing anything in the morning and after school, which what I was used to. I was used to coming in at 6:30 to go to speech practice and then come leave at seven after speech practice. Um, but that like that instant flip for a while, I was fine. But then for like three months, I was getting so little sleep my anxiety and like all that on a personal note was not the best and it was a stressful situation and this whole thing is still stressful but this way of how we're doing it now is way less stressful it's way okay I know what I need to do I need to do it now and it's just I think it's the smarter way of doing things than how we were doing it in spring and for more than one reason it's just I my hope as a person that trains teachers is that they're better and they were in the spring. Um, I know their learning skills, which is going to help them when this eventually passes and we get back to whatever normal will look like. But um, I just hope they continue to use those tools. And what I really hope for you as students is that when you get into the, in the work world and there's situations for whatever it is, you know, maybe it's maternity leave, maybe it's, um, Maybe it's you just need to be at home for a while for childcare or anything that you could work remotely and you would have a basis now because you've lived through this and you kind of know where it's not going to be so foreign to you. You're like, oh, dude, I've, I did this. This is nothing. I can manage this because think about it, if you were just working on tasks and you didn't have to Zoom all the time, you would be, you know, professionals. You'd be really good. So. Well, we're about, yeah. go ahead, Hannah, you, let's, we need to wrap up, but go ahead. With the uh, whole taking, th- 
this whole Zoom online thing wouldn't have happened 10 years ago. Oh, no. We have no idea what's going to happen 10 years from now. And still, just a lot of people are getting more knowledge about computers, more knowledge about internet, and just... There, it, this is really like beneficial because right now in this time period, we're using a lot of these resources and a lot more people are getting more familiar with that. And it's really helping a lot of things. And I think this will shape the future of workforces where more, more things will be remote and we'll have less office buildings and here's your laptop. And yeah, I think. Yeah. I, imagine agree. if uh, connectivity was not an issue, what this would look like. Because that's really the only thing holding us back right now is connectivity. If everybody had access to decent broadband service, um, this would be not a piece of cake, but it sure would take a lot of the issues out that we're dealing with right now. That's our biggest problem as tech people. We're dealing with that. Well, this has been a great opener. Um, We need to uh, probably wrap it. And um, I appreciate you two taking the time with me today. We will, um, we'll keep you posted. We'll try to maybe do some social media pieces to tell you that a new one's coming out. But uh, once we get it figured out how we're going to focus and make sure that people know that it's happening, we'll let you know. But please listen to us. I guess we don't really have a name. So maybe by the second episode, we'll come up with a name. Because usually this is when I say, make sure to listen to us on any of your favorite podcast days. And this has been the, and this has just been us, so we'll come up with a name. We need, we'll think of a name. We'll think of a BMH. name. And it'll be a good one. <laughs> yeah, we'll be fine. All right, well, thanks, and we hope you enjoyed this. And, you know, let us know if you did, because we enjoyed making it. So we'll see you next time.